Hi there. You're listening to Happy Hostess Podcast with Christy Lalonde. I'll be sharing episodes each week to help you entertain and welcome guests into your home without all the stress. There will be guest interviews with party planning and hospitality experts that share their secrets to becoming a confident hostess. So get comfortable as we find the joy in celebrating life's big and small moments. Hello, and welcome to the 32nd episode of the Happy Hostess Podcast. Let me start by thanking you for listening today and an even bigger thank you to those that take the time to rate and review the podcast. Today, a shout out goes to Dr. Laura Camacho. She was kind enough to leave a five-star review and said, this is what we need. This podcast is so encouraging for those of us who want to have people over, but may feel a bit awkward. I learned from episode 27 how to entertain without having to cook. Christy shares a fresh approach to the millennia-old practice of hospitality. It's just what we need today. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dr. Laura Camacho. Your kind words mean a lot, and they really help the podcast. So let's get started today. What's the weather like in your part of the world? It's really starting to warm up here in Kentucky, and it feels like summer is almost here. When I think about entertaining in the summer, grilling always comes to mind. There are so many good things to eat from the grill, but I started thinking about how it's not always possible to have a grill. Right now, we are renting a house and my husband hasn't grilled since we moved here because he didn't want to move his big, heavy green egg. Plus, sometimes you just need a delicious summer meal that doesn't require the grill. So today, I'm sharing with you five company-worthy summer dish ideas that don't require a grill. All of these dishes vary in levels of formality, but they are also tasty that they are definitely company-worthy. The first one in the lineup is an oldie but goodie around our house. I love it because of the simplicity and prep time is minimal, and all of the men in our house love it because of the intense flavor. Ree Drummond of The Pioneer Woman introduced me to this recipe long before she was a Food Network star. I found it on her blog so long ago that my kids were small. I'm not even really sure how long it was. It's called Steak Bites. It's nothing more than sirloin steak cut into small one-inch pieces, sprinkled with salt and freshly ground pepper. I preheat my cast iron skillet to medium-high heat, and once it's there... You put two tablespoons of butter in the skillet. You actually want to brown the butter, which is where a lot of the flavor is coming from. Then you throw in the pieces of steak, leaving plenty of room between the pieces so that they'll be able to char. And then about 30 seconds later, you flip all those pieces over to the other side. Once it's charred on all the outside, you remove it from the pan. The goal is for there to be a good char on the outside, but to not cook the inside. You repeat this process until all your steak bites are cooked, and then you pour any remaining browned butter from the pan over the steak bites. I know this doesn't sound like it would be anything special, but there is something about the browned butter that is magical. But I warn you, make sure your fan is working on your stove or you open up some windows because it definitely creates some smoke. It's steak, so it goes with anything. If you pair it with a baked potato and salad, you have the easiest meal ever. I'll be linking these recipes in the show notes for you in case you want to try any of them. 
The second summer meal on the list is a favorite because it only takes minutes to prep and cleanup is super simple. It's one sheet pan, sausage, peppers, and onions hoagie with honey mustard sauce. This is a casual meal, but it feels a little bit more elevated. All you have to do is cut up an onion, a red bell pepper, and a yellow bell pepper into strips. By pre-cooked sausages, I usually pick two kinds, one like that's hot, like an andouille, and one sweeter, milder one so that all my guests are happy. Toss the strips of peppers and onions and the sausages onto the sheet pan. Drizzle it with oil and then sprinkle salt and pepper and some Italian seasoning on everything. And then roast at 425 for 25 to 30 minutes. While it's cooking, you can toast the hoagies and mix up the simple honey mustard sauce. Once it's finished, you load up the hoagie with a sausage and top with roasted onions and peppers, then drizzle the sauce all over it. It's that easy. Everyone loves this, and it's pretty filling, so the sides can be simple, like a slaw, potato salad, or even chips if it's a really casual night. So easy and no standing over a grill all night. I'm not sure where I originally saw this recipe, so I'm linking this recipe that's as close as to the way that I make it that I could find. Now, number three isn't quite as simple of prep time, but it can be mostly prepared in advance. So it's great for company, and it is one of my all-time favorite meals in general. It's crispy carnitas that's made in an Instant Pot, but it can also be made in a slow cooker, so I'll link both ways to make it. You take a boneless pork roast and prepare it with a delicious mojo sauce. Once it's cooked, whether you use an Instant Pot or a slow cooker, you're going to shred the meat and put it on a sheet pan and broil it for a couple of minutes. Pour some more of the juices on it and broil it for a little more. This makes it super juicy but crispy on all the edges. And you can use this in all kinds of things from burritos to sandwiches. But when I have guests over, I will make the carnitas to be served in soft corn tortillas as a taco with toppings like queso fresca, that hard crumbly Mexican white cheese, chopped cilantro, avocado, shredded cabbage for crunch, and I always serve it with salsa verde and pickled red onions. The last two are really a must. I'll link a recipe on how to make pickled red onions too. It's super easy and can be made in advance. It's the perfect flavor combination. Now, I usually serve this with beans and rice, which if you listened to last week's podcast, you probably know that I'm not making the rice. It's just easier for me to buy it from my favorite Mexican restaurant. Rice and I do not get along when it comes to me cooking it, but it's a great side for something like this. Plus, it's easy to pick up early in the day, put it in my own dishware, and reheat it when it's time for dinner. Carnitas always get rave reviews from my guests, and I'll link the recipe below. But I will say that the prep time stated in the recipe is very conservative. It always takes me longer than the recipe says. Now, the fourth recipe not requiring a grill, we are circling back to steak. The first steak recipe was more for a casual night, but this one is filet mignon or chateaubriand. So it can be as casual as you want or a very formal night. There's even less prep time required for this steak than the steak bites. And 
I like this method so much that I even prefer all of my steaks cooked in the cast iron skillet now as opposed to grilling, which I never thought I would say. Now, this method is for steaks that are already cut or sliced, not the whole roast that sometimes you'll find for Chateaubriand. You'll first bring your steaks up to room temperature by setting them out on the counter for 30 minutes. Season the meat on both sides with salt and fresh ground pepper. Use way more seasoning than you think you need. It really, really needs a lot. Preheat the oven and your cast iron skillet to medium high with avocado oil. You sear the steaks on each side for a couple of minutes, then transfer the steaks into the oven where they cook to your preference for doneness. Once you bring it out, you put a bit of butter on top of each steak and let it rest for five minutes. This is my husband's first choice whenever he wants to cook. He always wants to make this and it is never a disappointment. It's so good. And last but not least, it's a summer pasta dish that I've been making on repeat lately. My mom started making this light pasta dish with cherry tomatoes and caramelized onions and some cheese. But I've started making my own variation of it using bacon grease and adding some chicken. But the cherry tomatoes really give it a summery pop. And I think that you're going to love it. If you want the recipe, I have a link in the show notes for you to get it. I do hope that this list has been helpful and has got you thinking about some dishes that you could make this summer, whether you have access to a grill or not. Please let me know if you try any of these recipes and let me know what you think. I'd love to hear from you. Until next week, bye for now. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Happy Hostess Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, rate, and review it on your podcast app. It would mean the world to me. If you need links for anything mentioned during this episode, head over to happyhostesscollective.com and you'll find them in the show notes. A new episode comes out every Tuesday, and I can't wait for you to tune in next time. Until then, have a great week.